Hey everybody, my name's Sarah. My name is Mujib. And welcome to episode 17 of Let's Get To It. Episode 17! Yeah, that's major. <laughs> we're all riled up. <laughs> um, today we're going to talk about failure. Right, right. <laughs> that's not a light topic. It's not a light really. topic, but it's so vast. Mm-hmm. And it's, so, it's such a loaded term. Mm-hmm. And I think it can be a really scary term for some people, but it's such a universal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're all we're all failures right. <laughs> at something. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's not it's not we're we're here to take kind of the scariness out of mm-hmm. out of the word. I think I hope. Right. I mean, that's perfect. That that's how you said it too. Because I feel like there's such a fear of failure that stops a lot of first steps from being taken you know so it's like you know if if I think that I'm not gonna make it then I'm not even gonna try yet right Right. if I'm that type of person right Um, to kind of speak for myself in that sense there's a lot of like you know is this the right time is am I am I prepared enough so on and so forth all these questions that come in that could easily be categorized into that like well why would I be asking myself those questions if I'm not weighing success versus failure at mm. this thing that I'm about to get into, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, my, my mind's kind of racing right now because I'm just thinking, like, you know, if you think, you know, you're not going to make the team so you don't even try out or, you know, you're, you know, why ask that person out because they're going to say no. It's sort of like we've talked about this so many times before that um, you, you, you're sort of writing the events out for yourself like if if you don't even give yourself that shot then you know it, that's a self-fulfilling prophecy mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. of course you're not you're not even giving yourself the chance to succeed you know and just this just going for it but you know it's even it, like it's such a you know oftentimes we just pit failure and success against each other like that's the only option mm-hmm. right and when it's not really that's not the case right, it's right. not that black and white right. obviously or maybe not so obviously hmm. Well, I think about so much of even the analogies around this stuff comes with sports and and that type of thing where it's like, you know, if my sport of choice is boxing, then there's going to be a winner, there's going to be a a loser, so it's going to be success or failure Mm -hmm. in that sense. Um, That's not life. I'm not a boxer. You know what I mean? Right, right. My life isn't a boxing match. It's not about... um, whether or not I'm I'm getting a trophy at the end of this thing that I'm getting in, you know, newsflash, like most of the time, we're not going to get any trophies at all for mm-hmm. any of the stuff that we do, like even the big successes. Mm-hmm. You said something recently that was awesome, which is just like celebrate the small successes. Don't just like celebrate women for these two specific moments, baby shower and, and a wedding shower. But, mm-hmm. you know, how do we celebrate our little successes in the same way that we can acknowledge those little failures I guess Mm, you know mm -hmm. like I feel like it's a hard topic to even get into because this day and age especially and maybe it's like this all the time but I'm not I'm born now so um it seems like in my adult life there's there's so much around like this I don't want to admit failure I don't I don't I don't see anything as a failure everything's a lesson building forward but if I can't acknowledge that like I set out to do this thing and I didn't do it um, and I tried to do it and it didn't work, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and I can't acknowledge that, like, I failed at that thing. Um, see, I'm even dancing around talking <laughs> around about it because it is a difficult topic yeah. to jump into because it's it's touchy. Yeah. Know? 
Well, that's the th- that's the thing where I feel like you know it's it's treated as such a dirty word, you know. And so there there have been a lot of times where I'm teaching a spin class or I'm teaching a functional fitness class, and I'm like, word of the day is failure. Mm. So today we're going to focus our attention on failing, and I actually make failure the goal. Mm. So it's really interesting if you can actually make failure your goal because it takes the, some of the fear out of it. And so I'll, I'll put it in context like you want to take this workout to muscular failure, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Like, and sometimes you want to do that. Sometimes you want to gas the muscles, like whatever it is you're working on, to complete failure to make gains, mm-hmm. so to speak. Gains. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but it's, it's just it's, it's cool to kind of see the room when you're like, okay, today your goal is to fail in class today. And people are like, Wait, wait, what? You know, because we're we're trained at least in in this society, or or you know, my experience in the United States of America, growing up in the time frame that I grew up in, right? Just to put it in context, as a 1983 baby, you know that like failure's bad. Like, you know, failure is not to be celebrated. It's you know win I mean even today we see that culture Mm. like this winning culture Mm -hmm. you know America winning all the time what the hell does that mean Mm -hmm. the fuck (laughs) like are you kidding me so you know I I I actually kind of like to bring it around in terms of you know don't be scared of that word like I I actually I want you to take a risk Mm. and fail fall flat on your face (laughs) Like what, you know? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm taking that, like just being that bold about it. Wow. I'm having such an internal clash with myself oh, right now. Like, it's like, no, <laughs> I can't. Because I, like, I want to be able to say like, I, I, I don't know. There's such a inherent need to succeed. Right at so many different things that I'm having such a hard time, like accepting this, this message around failure. Like in, in it's, it's wild because we just had a whole pre-conversation about (laughs) this. And like, I really went into this episode thinking to myself, like, yeah, you know, failure, gotta do it. (laughs) But (laughs) at the same time, I'm like, I'm thinking about like, okay, I'm going to swim across this lake. I got to I got to succeed. Like I can't fail at swimming across the lake, but at the same time, like yes, I can. I can turn around and go back. You mm-hmm. know, I can look at look at where I got to in that moment and say to myself, "Well, you know, I didn't succeed at getting all the way across that lake. Let me ask myself why that was mm. and then go back to the shore and stay safe and live another day to be able to then go back and try to swim across the lake again, get a little bit farther, take the lessons that I got from not doing that so even in my own this is you guys are hearing my own internal dialogue coming (laughs) out right now Um, but even in that reality of like of course I want to be able to use that analogy of not it's it's if it if it is life or death like succeeding or failing getting across that lake or not I guess it's taking that step back and saying well how who made it life or death Mm-hmm. Did, did I make it? Like, no, I'm never going to go back to the shore. Either I'm making it across the lake or I'm going to die. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, if so, why? Why Why does it have to, why do I have to perish? And I think about that in terms of business too. Like, why does, why just because I can't get to this next place that I think that I want to get, this mark that I set for myself, how come it's either get there or perish? You right. know, You know, that sort of idea. Um, it makes me think of, I probably have brought this up on the podcast a couple times with the 50 Cent album. Like, 
get rich or die trying, mm-hmm. um, that basic idea is like, well, you know, if you're not going to get rich, then you're going to die. Well, you're going to die regardless. Like either, right. like th- that's just inevitable. Right. So there's this idea of failure being inevitable. Like it's it's inevitable in a quest for a continuous life of pushing oneself to achieve more or to get to a next level or to step outside of our boundaries or beyond our own personal abilities that we kind of have to bump into that failure in order to define where am I right now? Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. there, there is like, I have to be scrupulous enough to realize that there is a limit. Like there is a a height that I can't jump or distance I can't run right now. Mm -hmm. And maybe I can do the work to allow myself to jump that hard or run that far. Um, and that is the the scary part. I think that's what sits folks up. That's what, in my life, I'm trying to run back through my mind and say, like, when are those times when that has caught me up and mm-hmm. that I've sat myself back? And I think I have definitely tried to swim across the lake before and been like, oh, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. go back. You know yeah. what I mean? And maybe I went back the next time and made it all the way across the lake. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I, I, you know, and this has been a re- you know, more recent revelation for me, this sort of, like, daring to fail. You know, and that that's putting, you know, putting yourself out there and that it isn't as existential as we think. Mm. And I think I think that's the having this fear like, you know, you know, I was talking to Muji before before we hit the record button that, you know, growing up for me, I was growing up in an academic paradigm where, you know, if you weren't succeeding academically, like you were a failure and failure was unacceptable. Like it was very black and white, like the lines had been drawn. So much so that the only way I even saw myself was, you know, I am worthy of love when I'm churning out success in the form of, you know, grades and awards and all kinds of things. And, you know, that did some damage and it did some good because I became a very disciplined person um, that, you know, reached high. Um, But for a while, it just really put me in this tailspin of like you know when you get that rejection letter or you get that bad grade or you you don't win the basketball game and you're just like you're you're so thrown off by it that you can't even deal with it like that's not healthy it's like okay like how can you because nobody is going like I just I don't show me the person that has had success on success on success on success without without failures, if you want to call them that, um, you know, and, and even if there's somebody that you're thinking of, oh, I can, I can tell you somebody, well, you know what, go back and look at their, really dive into their history a little bit more, because you're going to, you're going to read into that story a little bit more, um, because there's, there's more to it, and there's also, yeah, there's just more going on there, 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 or, Mujib and I were also talking about the idea that there's this constant give and take. So if you are hyper successful at something, there is an aspect of your life that you are failing at. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole, but that's just like we're human beings. So there's, you know, we only have so much energy and attention to give. So either folks are going to be very egalitarian about that energy and attention. Other folks are going to say, you know what, I need 90% of my energy and attention to go to this thing that I'm trying, this business that I'm trying to launch. So I only got 10% left. So sorry, mom, dad, wife, kid, you know, like 10% is not a lot for the rest of the world, friends, everything else. So 
you know, just being mindful of that balance. Like there's just like, it's okay. It's it. We're literally, I'm just trying to say like, we're all failures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, that's how, you know, I don't, I feel like if I wore a t-shirt that said failure, like people would look at me and be like, well, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. it like, is so hard sucks. to even hear it. Like, right. It is. And it's so hard. And I just, I kind of just love diving in right. and figuring out why it's so hard for us. Because it's a level of honesty. Yeah. It's a level of honesty. Like I have to be honest enough to look at myself and say, you're right. Like, if I am a success, I am a failure too. Like, it's regardless. Yeah. Like, there, because if I can't honestly say, you know, that thing that I set out to do, I didn't get it. Like, you know, like every single thing that I've ever tried to do in my life, every idea that I've ever had that I thought was going to hit, they haven't all hit or else mm-hmm. I'd be doing a bunch of different things, right? Yeah. Um, not to say that, like, the things that hit aren't, good to me and I'm not happy about them but like you know I had to I had to get over these hurdles or these failures or to hit these walls or to have these things happen that set me up for this next position yeah um but again it's it's this is a <laughs> sticky topic I, yeah I know <laughs> Mujib is squirming yeah I'm literally He's squirming, squirming in his chair head. everyone he I got him I got him <laughs> so oh, good. no wow, yeah it really real. is I think it's, it's a, we, I think we just put so much stock mm-hmm. into, and I get, I mean, I, uh, full disclosure, like I want to be a successful person mm-hmm. and everybody's, any, everybody's definition of success is different. So like we, we already know that. So, um, but yeah, I, so for me, like, I want, I want to be the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's important for me. But yeah, I mean, that comes with. It just comes with multiple failings, right? Right. Um, and and reckon and and we all have to reckon with that. So I I was I was saying to Mujib just before we hit record once again that, you know, if I'm grinding on my business, I am failing my partner. Because you know he's not getting my full attention necessarily, and like I have to reckon with that, and so does he, and so you know whatever, and 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 okay, so time management. If I'm you know it's like. All right, then you set boundaries and you go, okay, I'm going to grind on my business this many hours or this is going to take my focus. And then, you know what, we're going to have Sunday. Like Sunday is going to be our day or whatever, whatever terms you want to work out in your life or whatever's important to you. But, but yeah, it's like, it's okay. Like I know I'm even in, I, in the last week, I've, you know, picked up some other projects and done some stuff. I'm like, wow, I am failing at my dog mom skills are like in the toilet right now mm. you know I look at my dog and I'm like I am not seeing you at all like <laughs> and whatever you know I have to re- re- reckon with that and and make adjustments if I want to make adjustments wow. and figure out what's important to me but like I guess I'm just not afraid to just say like yeah dude I'm a failure damn this is turning into my therapy session <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I, I want everybody okay if you're listening to this in the car right now roll the windows down and be like I'm a failure <laughs> it's okay it's okay Oh my God! Do you guys remember that? Um, Goodwill Hunting is one of my favorite movies, mm-hmm. and there's this movie, where there's a scene where um, it's Robin Williams and it's what's his face, <laughs> <laughs> star of the movie. People are gonna, I know you're saying at home, and and he, of course he plays Will in the movie, and he's like hugging it out. It's like it's okay, like it's okay, mm-hmm. like it's it's that that's where I feel like we're at we're at that right now. Right. Like it's okay, to right. fail. it's okay to fail. Damn, yeah, I I. It's so interesting because it's not something that I interact with 
other than to to use it as the motivator or to talk myself into the strong headspace. So it's like, I don't even see losses. I just see lessons and all those Mm -hmm. little things. Mm -hmm. And like, I didn't get that from a meme. Like, that's just real. Like, I've lost a lot of shit that put me in a position where I am right now. You know, I've invested a lot of time, energy, money into things that didn't work. That whole idea of taking the spaghetti and throwing it at the wall that I was saying a little earlier when Sarah and I were talking. Um, And so for those five things that are going to stick, there's 15 things that aren't going to stick. And you got to keep throwing. Yeah. Or just, yeah, I mean, you do have to keep throwing and you have to go for those five things that did stick too. And I think that for me, I've spent so much of my 30s going for those things that stick. And I say this is a therapy session because you're literally making me like actually look back in my life and be like, what the, what is, where did this come from? Like, where is my hang up with wanting to admit, like wanting to, like, you're like, I'm a failure. And I don't want to just be like, yeah, me too. (laughs) And I'm have to ask myself, like, but why, why is Mm, that? Why mm. can I, why can I actually list off if I had to list and I'll welcome everybody to do this, like list 10 things that you failed at in the last 10 years. You know, like if I had to list 10 things that I failed at in the last 10 years, my list is longer than 10 things, you know, like there's a lot of mm-hmm. shit that I've tried to do that I thought was going to hit that didn't actually yeah. hit. Um, and, and it's vulnerable to like say that. But it's so interesting for me because I never used to, I failed my whole way through high school. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I think like my adolescence, my early 20s were so much just about like not caring about the status quo like I was the exact opposite of everything that you just said about yourself (laughs) coming through school yeah like you cared about getting A's I didn't care about getting grades Mm -hmm. like I I don't even care if I don't lose credit in this class Mm -hmm. like I'm not here for it Mm -hmm. like I I there are probably lockers and old schools that I never cleaned out um there's I never covered a book once in my entire high school career like put to put the book cover on the, the book paper bag with the on. paper bag yeah all that i never did that you know i i couldn't find my books by the end of the yeah. year shit like that and like and and i think and i've had this conversation with my bro before my brother where it's like i think that there's a way to set the bar so low for oneself that it's like i don't even care that i'm failing you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, it's like I was listening to somebody say one time and he was like talking about how he didn't care about not being able to leave the country. You know, mm-hmm. he was like, he was like, I used to, in, maybe he was a felon or something like that. And he hadn't gotten his right back to leave the country. And he was like, he, he, he just convinced himself that it was just bullshit over there. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go to Italy. It's, it's bullshit over there. Mm-hmm. Stay right here on my block. You know what I mean? That sort of idea. Until he started going over there later in his life, got enough success, gained himself enough, the ability to go back and, and travel and get a passport and shit. And like, then he's like, well, I feel like I just limited my life because it, I didn't think that I could achieve going over there. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, for me, I just like, I think that in hindsight, I never believed that I could get straight A's Mm. so that I convinced myself that I don't want to get straight A's so that I'm failing because I don't care about getting straight A's because I wasn't willing to just try real hard and be a C student. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a protection. Like it's a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's protecting you. Right, right, right. And that is 
it's apparently followed me <laughs> in my late 30s, you know what I mean? But you, but you know what, though? Like, you and I are sitting across from each other now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was the kid that was like, A or death. <laughs> you didn't give a shit. <laughs> But we're right here now right, talking to right, each other. Right, so right. we both did something right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we've both been willing to be like C people. Like uh, I've been willing to be a C average entrepreneur in my quest to be an A. Mm. Uh, you know what I mm-hmm. mean by that? Like mm-hmm. I've been willing to fail at trying to do this thing yeah. in my quest to find success. Yeah. Like, you know, when I think about just especially if we look at like year one versus year eight sort of thing. Yeah. Like you, you look at the, the inching, inching by, yeah. you know, that like the, the, the level of success that was so pleasing then yeah. compared to what's going on now. Like, you know, those first couple of people that came through the door, like if I just had those first couple of people right now, I'd be like, damn, like I'm really not doing enough. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But then it was like number one, because I was able, like I was willing to be, the D average to the C average to the B average till mm-hmm. I could be the A plus person. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? And that, for me, I think in my adult life, that's why I am able to share this space with you yeah. because I embraced the necessity to learn and to make myself better and to craft myself into this person um, where it, it's come with failures. You know, I've lost a lot of shit on yeah. the way to get here. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, dude, yeah. 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 And I, you know, I love, I love the opportunity to talk about the failure and, and, you know, yeah, you mentioned like, I I do think that failure, well, either a failure is a failure or you turn it into a lesson, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. because you, you know, it it becomes a lesson if you make it one. I really think, like, I believe in that there has to be sort of that proactive, like that ability to reflect on the failure because here's, here's the thing, like, because we're all failures and everybody's gonna fail. So just like get used to it. So either either the failure is going to completely incapacitate you mm-hmm. or it's a pivot. It's like, okay, like maybe you're like, all right, so I'm not supposed to be doing that. Okay, what, you know, it, it opens another doorway or something. Like there's so many ways to like, or you're like, okay, I'm gonna learn from that and then I'm gonna try again. So I feel like I've, I've been in all these camps, so I'll just talk about this real quick. So I've been in, I've been in the, I'm incapacitated, I'm inconsolable, like, you know, take me back to late teens, early 20s, didn't get into the colleges that I wanted to go to, didn't get into the graduate schools I wanted to go to, like, almost near, like, you know, when that, when I saw all my friends getting acceptance letters, you know, and I was getting rejection letters, I, inconsolable. Like, that was, that was the existential failure. I was like, there is, there is nothing outside of getting into college, right? Oh, my God. Like, but that was, my, that was my narrow worldview. I got over that. I survived. I went to school. Then I, I applied to graduate school, got universally rejected from every graduate school I applied to. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to be a stubborn motherfucker now, and I'm going to apply to grad school again. So instead of actually having that turn me away, so I was neither inconsolable, and then I didn't do an about face, I just turned stubborn and was like, okay, well, now I'm going to prove it to you. So this was like another version of like how I'm dealing with failure. So the second, second round, I wasted another, not wasted, took another year, reapplied to graduate schools, got in, 
but then was doing the thing for the wrong reasons. Because at this point, I'm in graduate school just to prove to God knows who that I was smart enough to be there. And then finally, I got some sense into me and was like, I don't want to be here anymore. This is, point, this is pointless. I, I got in, so what? So I've proved to myself I'm not a dummy, which is, you know, that, that was where I was at at that time. And then catapult later into, you know, failings with my business or, or whatever, and, or applying for things and not getting them. And another version of just being like, okay, now I'm reading into the universe that this may be a signal where that's actually not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm no longer inconsolable. I'm no longer gonna say like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be the bull and just run into the brick wall again. Now I'm like, okay, now this, what lesson, what information can I glean from this failure? Mm. And oh, maybe I'm gonna, maybe it's actually because I'm not, I'm not supposed to be there right now, so I'm gonna redirect my energies into something else. So that's just three examples of like three different ways to sort of handle, deal with failure. I've done it all, man. Mm -hmm. I failed in so many ways, wow. and I've dealt with it in so many different ways. Well, I feel like I hit that, that third phase early mm. on, mm -hmm. you know? It was like, like I said, like when I realized that I couldn't get good grades, mm -hmm quote-unquote couldn't I probably could have if I really thought that I could have and mm -hmm. just studied hard or whatever the fuck you were supposed to do in high school um <laughs> I just took it as like no I'm not supposed to be doing that like yeah. my reason for being here is something else you know and and I think by the time I was 19 years old and and the people who I knew that went to school were in school and the people who I was hanging out with who never did go to school were where they were and I was like on the other side of the country just gallivanting and ending up in Hawaii and going on adventures and my whole life was about this adventurous lifestyle um, which eventually brought me to Vermont. It was because of that like, oh, I, it's just, that's not the way I'm supposed to be going, you know, yeah. I'm not... I'm like, for instance, here's a good story. I, I tried to relocate to Costa Rica mm -hmm. when I was 23 mm -hmm. and I failed at doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. And the reason why I failed at doing that, like I got to Miami International Airport and I was going to take a flight to Panama. Mm -hmm. And then from Panama, I was going to go to Costa Rica. And I had a one way ticket because I knew I wasn't going to come back. Yeah. Um, but I didn't have any sort of like actual immigration plan to em to em to emigrate to, yeah. to to Costa Rica but you know there's some ways that you can finagle that and so that was my plan yeah and I knew that was my plan so when I got to the gate at the Panama airline or whatever I'm supposed to fly to Panama and they're looking at my ticket and they're like so you don't have a return flight and I was like no they must have <laughs> knew that was my plan too because they were like well you can't come in without a return flight you know and I was like oh, you got me. <laughs> now, in hindsight, like as an adult now, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, I can. I, yeah. I'm not going to come back through Panama. I don't know when I'm going to come back. I'm going to go through Central America. I'm trying to get to Argentina. I'm going to yeah. fly out, you know, whatever. Right. I don't have to come back. I don't have to prove to this woman that I have to come back through here. Um, but in my failure to recognize the situation for what it really was yeah. in that moment, um, I ended up coming back to Vermont and that's what kind of set me on the trajectory where I am right now. So, you know, obviously I wasn't meant to go to Costa Rica sort of idea yeah. and that, that, that moment 
of inattention to what was actually going on, where somebody was just trying to get me to buy a ticket. Yeah. Um, instead of me realizing, like, oh, no, the, it, I basically thought, like, oh, you got me. Like, the jig is up, you know <laughs> right. what I mean? You got me, and I can't go. Um, instead of really taking the moment to say, like, actually, no, I can use my smarts and get into the country that I'm trying to go to. Um, so, again, it's like, there are so many failures in that moment. It's not just like my failure to get there. I failed at getting there because I failed to recognize the situation that I was in because I failed to really know what it was that I was even doing in the first place. Yeah. Right? This sort of like mm. failure to prepare, you know, yeah. the, the failure to plan is a plan to fail or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, wow, this is, I'm, <laughs> I'm going. This is a very, I'm having an introspective moment here for yeah. this episode, Sarah. Thank you for bringing oh, this up. Oh, you're welcome. I just, you know, I'm just so, I'm really fascinated by the topic and just, just societally also, like what a, you know, even it, like in terms of how the, like, let's even just take the United States, like in how, you know, how we see ourselves or what we project, you know, that it's, that it's, I think I, you know, part of me just got so tired of hearing this dialogue about like, we're, we win at everything and we're a country of winners. And I'm like, that's just stupid, man. Like, I don't know. I don't, um, I just, it just felt like, I guess I just don't like being fed bullshit. You know, I do really like to speak in real terms and speak authentically. And I'm just, you know, when I think about it, it's like, I don't, I don't know anybody who's not failing. And especially right now in this time of, of this, you know, nearing nine months into navigating this pandemic where, you know, people are so worried about failing as parents or failing at a job or failing. Like if you're, if your small business is on the verge of closing, you know, I heard, I, I listened to NPR frequently, National Public Radio, and um, on the weekends they usually, um, you know, they pick up stories nationally. So um, I was listening to a program over Thanksgiving weekend, and they were, it was a tearful interview with a small business owner, and I can't remember where they were based out of, but this man was closing his brewery or something, or, or a pub, or I don't know, something like that. And, and he was brought to tears and he called and he was like, I'm a failure. I've failed. And I was just like, man, <laughs> like, and my heart went out to him because it was, it was sort of in this classic sense. Like he was just like, I failed myself. I failed my employees. I'm like the weight of that, hmm. you know, it's almost like to say this, like for you to just shout, like I'm a failure. It's like, I, it's like almost like it's releasing this, external weight mm -hmm. that's been placed on all of us like that we're not allowed to you know have things not work out right, right. you know this man didn't I don't know who this guy is but it's like dude it's a it's a pandemic I mean you didn't you know what a what a burden like a load to carry it's mm -hmm. like you know it's almost like I just I kind of wanted to like shake him and be like <laughs> no man like you know so it's I just there's kind of just a lot of that energy where you know I think already in a society where we're also made to feel like we're not enough. And I know we talk a lot about self-worth on this podcast. And so it's almost like, you know, I know it's trendy to say normalize, fill in the blank, but like normalizing this idea that we are all failures and that, and because we're all works in progress and because we're not perfect, mm, right. like, of course, 
Mm. So that's like that to me, like that's really powerful to acknowledge it. And it's almost like, it's like, okay, I can look in the mirror and be like, all right, like I don't have to be this perfect, super successful, doesn't make any mistakes kind of person anymore. And that's liberating. Wow, yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're not striving for excellence. Mm, mm -hmm. Right. You can be excellent because you are. And a failure, too. (laughs) 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 And I know that's like, wait, what? I know. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, And I get it, too. And, like, I know, like, Mujib and I love to talk about, you know, like, you know, what hip-hop means to us and the reason why we listen to it. And and I definitely, I mean, I get so hyped when it's like, yeah, you know, failure's not an option. You know, Mm -hmm. you can kind of really get into that, like, yeah. But, like, it is. <laughs> right, right, right. That's one of a million songs. The right, ones yeah. that did not get put on the album. Uh, I know, right? Like, oh, we're not, can you, yeah, we're not going to put that one on. Right. Oh, my. It, yeah, that's so real. And it, it, we, we are in this time period where it's like, like, for instance, I send a lot of pictures of my son to my family, and they're like, he doesn't take a bad picture. And I'm like, <laughs> I got a lot of bad pictures of this kid, you know, but I don't send the bad pictures. Right. I only send the good pictures, you know, like why would I send the picture where he's got one eye closed and his mouth is wide open, you know what I mean? Because that's not, somebody would be like, why do you keep sending me these ugly pictures of this beautiful baby, that sort of idea. So, so I, I am, I'm, I'm grappling with it. And I think that it is, it goes back to the fear, the -hmm. fear to fail. Because Mm -hmm. if I look at myself as like a failure as a parent, or if my business fails, um, then there's a lot that goes, there's a lot of fear that's attached to that. Like, what am I going to do if my business fails? How mm-hmm. am I going to feed myself? How am mm-hmm. I going to provide the, my portion for my family mm-hmm. that I'm responsible for providing? Um, and so everything is like, then we've got to succeed, you know? And you just said it perfectly, like, so I strive for excellence, but in my pursuit of excellence, I am going to hit roots of failure mm-hmm. in order to get there. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, again, back to what I said early on, is like, it's almost like just got to take them and keep on moving to the extent that I can't even really acknowledge them as failures. So I don't take the time to actually process them as failures so here I am on this podcast really having these like heart opening moments because I'm like, damn, like you're right. You know, in, 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 my, in my quest for success as a parent, as a person, um, I am willing to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, I am willing to have shit not go the exact way that I want it to go because I am... I, I have a vision for something. Mm. I have to be able to admit to myself that I am willing to fail mm-hmm. in my pursuit of my own excellence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And even if it's not in pursuit of my own excellence, I am willing to fail for the sake of failure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shit. Right? <laughs> right. Well, and I think even, okay, so, you know, we're, we're trainers, obviously. You guys know this by now, you know, in our field. And I, and I, and I do even think about it in terms of, you know, training the body, you know, like, again, like thinking about those mechanisms, you know, or you teach a new skill, you know, again, like, you know, I work with Mujib on Fridays, you know, you're, um, you, 
I feel like you even coached me this way. Like, you know, coaching someone like how to fail the right way Mm. when it comes to like, if I have a kettlebell in my hand, you've literally coached me in this, right? right. So dude, apply this in other aspects of your life. You know, it's like, so Mujib's teaching me the kettlebell snatch, but we've got to lay a foundation so that if shit goes wrong, like I, that, Failure doesn't equal like a trip to the emergency room necessarily, but I might still fail like at the move, but like I can like, you know, learning how to fail. So like, you know, I think of like elements of that too, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like learning how to fail or like I, I'm even flashing back to like, so Mujib had this, he rolls out this agility ladder and I'm like so excited and you were watching me do this. So he gives me this move and I'm fucking failing left and right in the beginning. Like it's like, which foot is in, which foot is out. And you can literally see the gears turning on my brain as I'm trying to figure this out. But damn shit, like by the end, like right by the last one, I was like, I've got this thing and I'm gonna get faster, but like not without how many times was I trying to restart? Right, like, right. of course. So if we, you know, we think about it in other, it's almost like we're, we, we can compartmentalize failure. Hmm. Like, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all right, okay, yeah, when I'm learning a new skill, like, you know, sure, like, there's going to be times where I'm failing, but I think I think it's, you know, we just have to extrapolate that right. into the broader sense. Or, like, know? it makes me think of there are degrees of failure that I'm willing to accept. Yeah. Like, I'm willing to accept failure that still brings success, or I'm willing <laughs> to accept failure that doesn't result in catastrophic disruption of what it is that I'm trying to do, or death, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm not willing to accept failure. That means that everything is washed now, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the enlightenment, I guess, <laughs> comes with like, actually, no, yes, I am. I am willing to have a catastrophic failure that, that makes everything seem like it's fucked, yeah. right? That, that washes everything out from underneath me because I have to have the faith that if I'm still here and everything is washed out from underneath me, then something that's going to grow out of that is actually what it is that I'm, that, that I'm supposed to be doing. There's a yes. benefit that I'm going to take out of that or some success that I'm going to take out of it because I'm still willing to go on. Right. Okay. So I'm going to take you back to a conversation we had a long time ago and we were talking about, either we were talking about Dominica or we were talking about the Caribbean and we were talking about places literally when homes getting destroyed, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Think about island life, right? You're still going to build, you're going to rebuild the house. (laughs) And like you said, it's going to be stronger. You're going to build it so that it's stronger so it can withstand the hurricane or the earthquake or whatever. Yeah, but to live in an area of the world where you are susceptible to volcanoes, hurricanes, like these existential things, like shit's going to get wiped out, but you're going to rebuild. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, you're not going to rebuild your house? Well, then, like, then what? You know what I mean? So I think it's, you know, I, I just remember talking about that and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, so sometimes it, we just, it's, it, it's just thinking about it in just a little different way, mm-hmm. you know? It's like if, uh, you know, whatever, you know, my business is at an interesting crossroads right now. Never would I say everything's been worth it. Mm-hmm. All the ups, downs, highs, lows gains, losses, everything. And there's been big losses like in the last eight years, for sure. Mm. I wouldn't change a thing. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't, I, I literally wouldn't. And I, I've talked about some of those things from, you know, 
wacky business deals, like just, you know, all the all these things, you know, losing out on getting kicked out of places, like all this other stuff, like whether it's been external, internal, you know, things that I couldn't control, things that I could control. I don't know. I just wouldn't, Yeah. you know, whatever. It's just... Such an interest. I would have... I, I'm so quick to want to say the same thing in <laughs> terms of business, for sure. It's, that's so easy to be like, yeah, fuck yeah, for business. Like, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change any of the, of the bumps and the ups and the downs. I was talking to you about before we got started was the, the idea that like, so there's this concept that everything needs an equal exchange, you know? Mm -hmm. So like if you're going to have success, then you're going to have to sacrifice something for that success. Um, and in my 20s, I spent a lot of time really focused on self. So a lot of the, a lot of the, my philosophy that comes with this, this podcast, my, my part in this podcast um, comes from that that journey that I went through as a 20 year old and in my 20s and into my early 30s and, and getting to this place. Um, and I sacrificed a lot. Mm -hmm. And I said, I think I told you just a little while ago, like I sacrificed time with my family, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm and I think that that there is the biggest struggle. Mm. Like if I could go back and spend more time with my grandmother, I would. Mm -hmm. If I could go back and spend more time with my father, if I could change that, mm -hmm. I would. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't. It, the things that I sacrificed for that, mm -hmm. it, they weren't worth it to me. Mm -hmm. You know, like, would I, would I give my son up? Would I give my, my lifestyle up as it is, like my family and, and the growth and the person that I've become? No, obviously not, you know, because... I wouldn't be this person without those experiences. But I think that that's the, the hardest part mm. about being human for me mm. right now that mm -hmm. I'm learning to deal with is to realize like in my life, in my flesh and blood life, there are certain things that I would go back and mm. change. Would I butterfly effect like affect my life as it is right now and go and change those things and have none of this stuff have happened? Mm. No, you know, I wouldn't because where I am right now, like I wouldn't sacrifice these things for those things. Mm -hmm. But it's it's even hard to say that because mm -hmm. I want those things so bad, you know? Yeah. And that's that's my own personal journey. And I think that's where I have a hard not a hard time, but I think that's why it's not so automatic for me to be like yeah, it's fuck it. It's fine. It's mm -hmm. all it's all on the way to it mm -hmm. because it stuff is pretty fresh for me still. You know, yeah. like I've I lost valuable time with valuable people mm -hmm. that I'll never be able to get back in this lifetime. Like I won't see those people again mm -hmm. in this lifetime. And it was not. I can't openly say that I do regret it. You know, mm -hmm. and I I can't openly say that without saying that. Like, it doesn't make me sad about where I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the, the duality mm -hmm. of being a human being. Totally. Is, like you said, to be excellent and a failure at the same time. To be pleased and have regrets. Mm -hmm. Just like we say, like, you're never supposed to have failures. Or, no, there's no failure. We also say we're never supposed to have regrets. But there are. Like, there are. It, it is the balance. Yeah. It is the dichotomy. It, it, I can be thrilled about my life and not want to change anything about it except to have my grandmother back mm -hmm. and my father mm -hmm. and my grand you know what I mean yeah. like 
Yeah, that's that's that that's where my mind goes with that. It's that's just like just such a human statement, and I think that's exactly what it is to be human. Like I, you know, and I'm not one to identify with the term. Like, yeah, no regrets. Well, of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, are you an automaton? Like to not, you know, to not have I've, and I think it's in particular regret coming in the sort of the human realm in terms of human relationships. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, um, I can't, I can't think of many regrets in terms of like winning this or that or, or sort of like stuff, you know? Um, but definitely, you know, I would say too, you know, family, yeah, family stuff, you know, making those choices. Like that's, you know, that is, that's very human. Um, to feel that and I think you know we're both empaths and like compassionate people so like I think that's that's like very raw to be like yeah of course you know um and there and there will always be that I think I don't you know I I, I do find it interesting when people are like oh yeah you know I live my life without regret or I don't you know or or someone gets to the end of their life and I have no regrets about how I live my life really (laughs) (laughs) there's not one person you could have called that you would call if you could have called them again yeah um and I think we do find and because you know ultimately you know life is is short I mean there's just there's I mean there's just so many things Mm -hmm. like all the time you know when we think about life moving as fast as it moves Mm -hmm. and, and and sometimes you know like it's I'm gonna call my brother after this because I feel like my brother called me on Thanksgiving and I didn't call him back Mm. you know like I could like I might live to regret that Mm. you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so you know (laughs) that makes me think though too like how those failures can spark this this going forward or this 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 um this like fortifying of oneself like my Mm -hmm. failure to be the person or play the role that I could have played for my family in my 20s mm-hmm. breeds a necessity in me to play that role going into my 40s. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, it's my relationship with my own father that forms my relationship with my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's the... Yeah, so there is a lot of, of that that playing back on what you were saying earlier about like what is the failure going to breed you know does failure breed just the turning around and saying like well then fuck it my hands are up there's nothing I can do about it I'm inconsolable I don't you can't tell me anything it's not this is bad um or does it make me be bullheaded and be like well fuck it I'm just gonna do the same thing again and get (laughs) into it you know um or does it make me step back and reapproach what I'm going to do next with my life. Does that failure make me say, okay, well, like I'm going to take that scar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at that scar and I'm going to remember how I got that scar. Mm. And that is going to let me get myself through this next bit. Because that's the thing about failure. It's constant. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. that's what this conversation has really been chiming on me Mm is like it's constant like you can't I can't be afraid of failing I can't I can't be afraid of the regrets I can't lock myself in a room and be afraid of not making the right choices and regretting later down the line that I didn't make the right choice because life is going to be 
full of regrets. I, I, it's fucking Jay-Z said it in like reasonable <laughs> doubt. Like you have to learn to live with regrets. Like yeah. there, it just is that way. Mm-hmm. And regrets or failures are the way that we get to successes and, and the beautiful relationships that we have. And it's not even necessarily like success is the, the goal. Right. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, it's easy again for business. It's like success or failure. Like, did it work or did it not? Right. You know, what's my bottom line say? Did I get there or did I not get there? Right. If in a race, did I win the race or not win the race? But it's in life, it's so dynamic. It's so layered. There mm-hmm. are so many different facets of it that it's, it's, it's not like, am I a shitty business person, a shitty partner, <laughs> a shitty friend, a shitty self <laughs> self-care person my pets hate me i Your burned my house down you. you know what i mean <laughs> and then i just like buried myself up to my neck and was like fuck the rest of it yeah. you know what i mean um if that's not the case right. then, my pets then we me. can be all right oh, <laughs> i man. guess you know you know i oh. i feel like i have to make the sports analogy here y'all have been waiting for it it's the whole like you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take mm. <laughs> right well of course you know so it's I, i'm just i'm one of those believers of you know putting yourself out there like if we if we remove the fear factor you know if we make it less scary um like if you can already come out and say I'm a failure already, so what have I got to lose? Mm-mm. You know, and it sounds silly, and yeah, I'm laughing, yeah. and I'm making light of it. But if we can sort of truly, it's kind of it's 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 in keeping with this whole like know thyself and self love and this confidence thing, because I know I probably feels a little like this isn't making sense. Like how can you be so confident? And call yourself a failure, right? Because we're told that these are like diametrically opposed things. But, you know, I have, I have the confidence to tell you right here, right now, like, I'm a failure. Mm. And that doesn't scare me, and I'm not afraid of it. And it's, and, and it's just, that's something I embrace about the journey. And it's like, I am going to try for that next thing. And I know we keep talking about leveling up. Like, I'm going to keep leveling up. It's like, you know, I used to play Mario Brothers. Like, I, the amount of times I wanted to, like, you know, get to the finals and, like, beat the big dragon blanking on what it is but um you know you had to fall in the hole a bunch yeah, oh my god <laughs> i mean the amount of times is just how many lives <laughs> play that game for hours but yeah Holy shit. wow yeah and and it makes me think like in order for me to get to that next place in order for us to all get to where we're going the failure has to be embraced. Like I have to know between now and 55 or 65 or 75 or 85 or wherever I'm going to get to my ultimate levels of success mm-hmm. is paved with failures on the way there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's gotta be like, yeah. I, I can't achieve this highest level of self. I can't know myself without making mistakes about who I am from time to time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't find the edges unless I hit them. Right. You know, I can't, you can't, like, I can't get to success without failure. It's true. And it's, and again, without even attaching success to it, I can't get through this life without failure. Yeah. I will fail. Damn. 
Do you okay. feel better? <laughs> so, I, I'm so sad. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like I just feel so sentimental, I guess. Yeah. It's not that I'm sad about it. Yeah. But I am sentimental about it because it, it is, you know, and that's why I love this podcast. And I thank you so much for, for the opportunity to sit here and, and, and have these conversations mm. about it because it's like it is – it is this is a real conversation that y'all are listening to out there mm-hmm. like this is a conversation between one person who has made their peace with failing <laughs> and one person who is trying to figure out like damn well I thought I did make my peace with failing <laughs> I talk all the time about this stuff but at the same time like there's still more peace to be made because there's more failures to have yeah no oh, yeah yeah it's all good to all my failures out there. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, and rooting for you to fail. Yeah. At, at the same time, which is like, what a crazy thing to say. Right, because, because and as kind of a final thought, like, you know, we're sort of taught like, oh, that your haters want you to fail. Mm-hmm. Your haters don't want you to succeed. Like, you know, we're, it's just kind of funny, like how we're, you know, uh, just the way that we're taught to, to even think about, you know, what is failure? Like, what is this thing? You know, that's so scary. Or like, you know, no, actually, like I've, you know, it's just part of the process. It's just part, it's the, it's the thing. It's the yin, the yang. Like there's, right. it's part it of it. It is the process. <laughs> like, like, I don't, you know, I mean, you even, I'm, I'm watching videos of your, your beautiful son take a couple steps and trip and fall on his right. face in the leaves. Right. He has to. Yeah. And Unless he's Jesus and he's walking on water. Maybe he's baby Jesus. I don't know. Because that's the whole thing. It's like, <laughs> as a, and it's so wild. I love that you put it that way because it's so obvious. Like, I don't want him to fall on his face because I don't want him to get hurt. But I need him to fall on his face so that I can know what it's like to do that. Mm-hmm. So that he can get up. learn how to get up. So that he can learn how to take the steps so that he can learn where the danger is to avoid, so on and so forth. Yeah. Wow. This is this, <laughs> uh, this has been a real session for oh, me. Oh, I'm right so now. glad. Wow. I'm so glad. Holy shit. <laughs> oh man. So we're gonna do some deep breathing. We're gonna take a time out. No, but you guys, this has been. I hope this has been eye-opening for everybody. And I mean, I I truly mean this. We want you. We want to hear from you guys. We want you to engage with us on these topics. Mm-hmm. And you know, tell me I'm full of shit. That's fine. I can handle it. <laughs> um, but if, if I don't know, maybe you have some takeaways from today, and I would love to hear from you guys and and uh, on your thoughts and and yeah. And I always appreciate talking to Mujib oh and my just kind of so uncovering whatever it is we uncover. <laughs> Because you guys, this is happening in real time. This is one take. Mm. This is not edited. You literally just get this like raw, basically raw and uncut. So, yeah. thank you guys for listening. We invite you into this uh, in the journey that we we too are just we're right here with you. Mm. Yeah, go back to the earlier part of this episode. Try to see if you can hear my chair squeaking as <laughs> I was squirming around in it. <laughs> Probably can. Oh man, we want to thank you guys so much. This has been another episode of Let's Get To It. My name is Sarah. My name is Mujib. Take care.